Hi, thank you for tuning into this short story episode of the Digital Nomad Stories podcast. Over the past months, I've interviewed a lot of digital nomads and I've learned so much from all of them. I wanted to highlight some of the key insights I got from all the interviews released so far. So I decided to release a 10 to 15 minute short story episode every Thursday, in addition to the full interviews that go live every Monday. Nomad, welcome to a new episode, a new short story episode, which means that I took part of an interview that I previously did, this time with Steph Smith. And with Steph, I was talking about her remote career, remote jobs, how to find remote jobs, which I think is very interesting because I have not been successful in this in this part of digital nomad life. So I always like to ask people how they did that. So for reference, I have my own business. So I, I mean, I do have a job, but I kind of created it instead of found it. So yeah, uh, Steph has a different remote job actually currently than what she had when we recorded this interview. When we were recording this interview, she was a writer and marketer. And now she's actually a full-time podcast host, which I think is awesome. So that's super cool. In this part of the interview, Steph talks a little bit about how she transitioned from a tra- her traditional like corporate career to a fully remote career, how that was, how she found her remote job, and also how she kind of like upskilled to make herself more relevant in the remote job market. So I think this part of the interview is going to be super, super helpful for so many people. If you like what you hear in this part, then I highly encourage you to also check out the full interview. I'll link it in the show notes so you can also click there and just listen to the whole thing. Yeah, so I started hearing about remote work in 2015. I started working remotely myself in 2016. And speaking of traditions, it was kind of this aha moment where I actually had only graduated university in 2015, jumped right into a job. It was a you know classic nine to five or actually more like nine to seven in this case, I worked in consulting and I was commuting two hours on top of that. And it was just a traditional job living in Toronto where I grew up. It was a very like, okay, this is what you do and this is what everyone's doing. And there was a piece of me that felt like, is this really what I want to be doing? But I didn't have any other solution. It sounds crazy now because a lot of people work remotely, especially post COVID. But at that time, I hadn't heard that you could go and you know, work from Bali or you could work as long as you had a Wi-Fi connection. So I was kind of stuck. I remember thinking like, really, this is it? And then a friend of mine sent me remote year. I didn't end up doing remote year, but that was like a click where I was like, oh my gosh, there, there's like a hundred people who are traveling the world together and going to a new country every month. They were just starting their first year at that time or they were mid their first year. And it again was an aha moment of There's this thing, this tradition, this narrative that I've been told for so many years that this would be my life post-university. In fact, before I started my job, I traveled for four months because I truly thought that was going to be my last opportunity to travel long-term. And How crazy is that? (laughs) No, and not be able to go live my life outside of the 10-day vacation, sorry, that you get per year. So anyway, long story short, I spent around 10 months or so looking for I say the right remote job, just meaning that there wasn't a correct one, but one that I was 
equally excited to work remotely, but also equally excited about the career opportunities within that role. Like I wasn't trading off one for the other. And then I guess the rest is history. As soon as I went remote with that job around 10 months later, I have never turned back because I just, (laughs) I've just realized that at least for me, this approach to working and living has been much better than even the 10 month period that I experience of the more traditional approach. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have so many questions, but let's start with this one. Uh, Do you have any tips for people looking for a remote job? Because I, when I started thinking about becoming a digital nomad, I thought about looking for a job, a remote job. uh, And I ended up, I mean, I applied for a few jobs, uh, didn't get any response, like literally nothing, not even a no thank you. Um, So then (laughs) I was like, oh, whatever, I'll just create my own job then. But I also think that uh, entrepreneurship is tough. I mean, I can, I totally understand why it's not for everyone. Um, So do you have any tips for people who also want a remote job, but they're not sure how to actually get one? Yeah, well, I mean, the good news is that it's easier than ever. When I was applying for remote roles back then, there was so few outside of if you were a programmer that I really, that's why I spent 10 months applying to basically everything I saw. I was going on the few remote job boards that existed back then and just applying to every, um, I guess, marketing is ask role that I could find uh, because that was the only thing that was even remotely comparable to what I was doing. And even then I didn't really have a marketing background. So at least back then what I did, and I'm not necessarily encouraging that everyone does this, but I just expanded the pie of what I was going to be okay with. So I actually, for many months, for across that 10 months, I had done four or so different contract gigs for different companies to learn about things. Like one of them was, I was learning about SEO, another one was social media. So I was using those as opportunities to get my foot in the door and potentially work at those places, but also so that I could build up my resume and also have more of, you know, the resume that would get me the, the job that I truly wanted. And so that you don't even need to do as much today because there are so many marketing sales, non-technical or at least non-programming jobs that exist that are remote today. And so one, the first thing I would say is if they don't already offer remote first employment, which a lot do today, ask your employer. One of the things I did early on was just go straight into looking for remote roles without even asking if my employer would have been cool with me going remote. I just back then assumed that they wouldn't have. And so when I quit, I actually found out that they were like, oh, we would have like we would have kept you if you wanted to go remote. Oh, and so yeah, which is fine because I actually am very happy and much, I think, um, more progressed now had I gone this route versus the other. But the point is, ask if you do like your job, you'd never know if you don't ask, as people say. If that doesn't work and you don't want to retain your existing job, I would first think about what roles you even want to go into. Like what what ideal remote role do you want to have? Do you want the job that you have today or are you just in it because of inertia? And then once you identify the types of roles that you're in, it can just be a grind. Like I said, I spent 10 months looking for the right role. But I think the reason that since then my career has progressed in the ways that um they have and they've been really positive is because I was really intentional at that point at that one juncture of being like what do I really want to do and what do I want to spend the next five ten years in not just what's my next job right because like I said I I did four contract gigs um, and most of those or I would say at least half of those ended up offering me roles but I kind of sat back and I thought is this what I want to be doing long term probably not 
I would also say, I mean, as someone who's hired people um, several times before, there's kind of classic recruiting or hiring advice, which is most of the time, if you're applying to roles that you're finding on something like Indeed or LinkedIn, there's so many people applying for those roles and your resume is just going to get lost in that. And so I would actually approach it more like dating. If you're dating, you're not going to send your profile. I know like the dating apps are kind of the equivalent of this, but send your profile to a hundred people and hope one of them gets back to you. You're going to really think about like what you want, go find kind of the types of individuals that you want, go hang out at the places that they're hanging out in. And so if you take time to think about what companies you want to work for, focus on those and focus on explaining why you really want to work for them. I think that's also something that a lot of people do wrong is they'll enter a job interview and it's so clear that they just want a job and they don't actually care about working for that particular company. So I know that's not super tactical advice, but I also, if people Google uh, non-technical remote jobs, I wrote an article about this of how to like really tactically go through, find these companies, look through the job boards. So I think that would probably do a better job of explaining it than I have so far. But overall, I think it's important to just be really intentional about what you really want and not just be like, I vaguely want a remote job because Trust me, if you have a job that you hate and it happens to be remote, that's actually worse, in my opinion, than a job that's not remote that you actually love. So it's it's not something that you should just trade off for in, in kind of ignoring the rest parts of your life. I think this is great advice. Like you said, be intentional, but also what I'm hearing is be flexible because it might take some time. You might have to learn some new skills um, to make it more interesting for that employer. And that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it very, very much. I would appreciate it even more if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts for me. That way, more people can find this podcast, more people can hear the inspiring stories that we're sharing, and the more people we can impact for the better. So thank you so much if you are going to leave a review. I really appreciate you. And I will see you in the next episode.